Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's Michael C. Bouchard, the host of the uh, Night Stalker podcast. This is episode 122, and this is a response to a uh, a question about uh, episode 119, the uh, the murder of the uh, Dardine family in the um, Ina. Uh, Illinois. Uh, the question was sent in by uh, uh, Terry Sutton, and let me just get it going here. Mike, this is Terry from SavageWatch.com. I came across a case that I'd heard about many years ago, and I saw a posting about it on Reddit, and it was about the Dardine family. And uh, reading about it, this has got to be one of the most brutal, violent murder cases of a family I've ever heard of. What's your opinion of it? Do you think it was done by somebody that may have had an infatuation or relationship with one of the victims that was killed? What is your opinion about that? Well, like I had explained in the uh, original episode, you know, I believe that you can have one or two Uh, suspicions about the case. Uh, myself, I believe it was an infatuation merely because it seemed to be orient- it seemed to be sexually orientated in a way because the uh, mother at the time, Ruby uh, Dardine, had been pregnant. Uh, when she was murdered, she gave birth. Uh, The infant was uh, brutally beaten, which shows some type of anger or revenge for some for something. And then when the husband's body was later found in a cornfield about eight hours later, a short distance from the house, uh, he had been shot, but he had also been uh, he also had been castrated. So if you add those two uh, facts together. It would, it would seem to be a more of a sexually orientated uh, infatuation type of uh, motivation. I mean, if you really want to, you know, try to stretch it out, uh, you know, it, it seemed like it was a hatred for anything alive. Um you know, very seldom do you see such uh, violence uh, perpetrated in a crime. I mean, unless there's some type of uh, uh, emotional connection, uh, jealousy, revenge, rage. So, you know, that seems to be the pinnacle of the whole case right there. I mean, it wasn't just a simple, I robbed the house and, okay, I shot this one, I shot that one, I shot this one. Because the question being is that the husband had been shot, so which meant at the time the perpetrator had a firearm. He could have just simply shot everyone, but he didn't. So there was some psychological need for him to do what he did. Um, Ex-boyfriend, maybe somebody she had met that had brought an infatuation to her. Um you know, jealousy of what um, 
Russell uh, Dardine had and the perpetrator didn't have. Um, and again, you have to remember that that for such a small area, in a matter of few years, they had 10, 10 homicides. Uh, you know, hopefully with, you know, our uh, updated fingerprinting system, uh, you know, CODIS, DNA samples, and all of the likes that, you know, they should be able to put a, uh, some type of um, name to the perpetrator, or at least a face, because you have to remember, uh, regardless of what side of the car, uh, you know, they, they did find um, the Dardine's car, and which was taken from the residence. The suspect was in the car, in the vehicle. The, the husband was in the vehicle. The homicide more than likely happened in the vehicle, according to the reports. So there had to be some type of, you know, contact DNA left behind by the sub, the suspect. Uh, was there a fight? There could have been blood, blood DNA. There could have been, uh, you know, hair follicle. DNA, fingerprints, um, you know, that's something that really needs to be looked at. And those samples need to be parabonded so that you can get an actual uh, face reconstruction or at least a sixth generation uh, fall fallback to see who who it may have been living in the area at the time. But, uh, yeah, the, you know, the, whatever it was, you know, whatever reason occurred or why it occurred, it was, it seems to have revolve around some type of infatuation because even people that are mentally insane, I mean, schizophrenic, they'll kill, but they don't have that um, rationale to do certain things like castrations, you know, uh, beating dead babies, you know, that's that's something that is uh, done out of spite, jealousy, you know, you know, like, I got the last laugh, look at me. And, you know, you truly hope people like that have been, you know, rotten hell, but, you know, it's it's much easier in a way to capture, you know, catch these people. So at least we, we identify them. We never know the reason why they did what they did. But like I said in the initial report, um, if anybody out there from Indiana is, uh, or I mean, Illinois is listening, you know, kind of filter this through your, uh, your state there and, uh, you know, see, see what, see what you can pick up because, uh, that person is still out there. The, that, um, uh, that Tommy Lee sales, he had nothing to do with it. He couldn't even answer questions about the, uh, the crime scene. So, you know, he was just another one of those, uh, wannabes like Charles Pierce, you know, pretending he murdered everybody and, uh, you know, he never had a, uh, besides one person, he, he never really had a, um, couldn't prove that he killed anybody else. And normally the reason that people do let, let things like that make these, uh, confessions is not so much for the, uh, um, it's either one for attention and the motivation for the tension is they know they're going to jail for at least one homicide. They want to scare the other prisoners so the other prisoners don't go near them. You know, it's all, you know, this is all a, uh, you know, premeditated act of um, just somebody pathetic enough to want to kill somebody, you know. And uh, 
you know, unless it's self-defense and you just randomly go out there and kill somebody, I have no respect for you. And, you know, you're just, you're just a loser bum like uh, everybody else. And, you know, you need to, you know, like every other damn murderer that, that just did it because you wanted to prove who you were. Well, you did prove who you, you know what? You did prove who you are. You know who you are? You're nobody. That's who you are. You've just proved what, what you are and who you are. You are nobody. You'll never be anybody. You're pathetic and you're a coward. Boom. How's that one? You know what? And if you're a killer out there listening, I ain't like your victims. I will whoop your ass. You know, you little bastards that have to sneak up behind people, pull out knives when nobody's looking, do shit when nobody's looking. You know why? Because somebody's looking to get your ass whooped. And then when you, you fight somebody that got some skill, skill and no conscience, you know where you're going to end up? You know, like my father once said, you know how many homicides we have up here in Maine where we live? He said none. None that anybody ever found. Just keep that in mind, tough guys. You know what? You can end up on a logging road too somewhere. You know, killing kids, killing women. Don't care if they're prostitutes or not. You gotta, you gotta kill people that can't fight back. You know why? Because you're weak. You're mentally and physically weak. That's what you are. You're mentally and physically weak. You're cowards. You can't fight people that fight back. Because if you did, you wouldn't have to bring a gun, you wouldn't have to bring a knife, you wouldn't have to hit anybody with bricks or objects because you know what, you'd be able to fight. But you can't. Admit it. You're sitting there, I can see your little faces looking at that radio with that bitch-eating smirk. Look in the mirror, man. You want to see somebody that's a coward? You'd be looking right at him. So, so if anybody in uh, Illinois has any information about this, uh, these four homicides, you can send me a line. You can send the Illinois State Police a line, whatever law enforcement agency covers uh, in Illinois a line. And don't be afraid of these people that are claimed to be murderers. You know what? They scare themselves more than they scare anybody else. So, with that being said, this is, uh, I believe, episode 122. This is just an update on uh, a question sent in by uh, cold case journalist Terry Sutton, who also uh, has the Sa- uh, Savage Watch uh, webpage. Until the next time, I'll see you later.